Hello, everyone, and welcome to the best show on stereo and whatever you, wherever you listen to your podcast. Yeah, I'm Black and Bomb, the Sports Desk. I am your boy Q, and to go 12 and 1 in the fantasy league, to lose by 0.6 to 6 tenths of a point in the championship <laughs> semi fucking final to my brother. You know. We're bringing the heat tonight. I am. I most definitely am because I got some shit to say. I got some shit to get off my chest. Oh my god. Anyway, I'm Q. That's Lou. Cashley is on with us tonight. Greg will be here somewhere. He's not fucking gloating that he beat me by six tenths of a point in our fantasy semifinal yesterday. Well, today, yesterday, because uh, we both have no more players remaining. God damn it. God, God. God. <sighs> <sighs> you know what? It'll be okay. It'll be okay. No, no, it won't. <laughs> no, it won't. No, there's it always won't. next year. Yeah, there's always next year. But I went 12 and 1. The only loss I took was like in week two. I went on a 12 game winning streak. What the hell? Oh my God. I feel like the fucking Eagles right now. When the commanders beat them, they went like nine and oh. <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ. All right. Anyway, that's enough me talking for right now. How was y'all week? How was y'all week? Because I had a lot. This was a crazy, this was a busy week. I had a bunch of birthdays. Again, shout out to my twins who are now nine years old with their own phones. Yes, happy Santa. birthday. And, and, yes, happy and, birthday to your, to your twins. You. Thank you. Yes, they already. They're, my son text. My son text me because they, they have their own phones. The twins have their own phones. My oldest daughter had her. I gave you know. I gave her her first. I bought her first phone three years ago when she turned eight years old. Um, and my son called me from his aunt's phone, and he was like, "Daddy, I'm gonna call you tomorrow. I'm gonna call you and text you tomorrow because I have my own phone, so you don't have to call." You don't have to call Leah anymore to talk to me. I can I can just call you myself. I'm like, okay, son. All right. So, did he call me? No. My <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> my 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 his twin, my twin daughter. She called. Actually, I called her, and she was like, "Daddy, hey, I'm at a restaurant right right now, so please, um, I'm gonna hang up, and I'm gonna call you later." I'm like. I'm your father. You don't hang up on your father. <laughs> you don't hang up on your father. He's like, well, they got things like, to do. And she was like, um, well, I'm eating, so I'm going to hang up on you now. I'm like, oh, excuse me. Excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> well, how, so that was, that was the first set of birthdays that I had. Um, yesterday was my sister's 28th birthday. So I'm birthday to my sister. Um, yes. My forever headache, first love, all the good stuff. Um, and so she called me. So I'm on the train, headed to work today. And she's like, um, Q, you don't have any money? So I said, I'm like, I just gave you $350 Thursday. Um, but that wasn't for me. That was to get my, my, her, her daughter, my niece, Christmas gifts. I'm like, well, that's all I got. That's all I can send you. I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. I'm like, I just gave you $350. No one told you. No one told you to spend it up. Right now. Right now. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm like, no one told, no one told you to spend it all on her. <laughs> no one told you to spend it all on her. Anyway, anyway, so, um, so her birth, so her birthday was yesterday. Her birthday was yesterday. Um, my two of my mentors, my teaching mentors, um, one, um, I, I was her um, teacher. I was a TA the first two years of my um, of my teaching career before I moved into the big chair. Her birthday was yesterday also. Um, my other um, teaching mentor, who was my co-teacher in my next to last, actually my last, because the other teaching job I had uh, lasted a month and it just didn't work because I lived too far and it was, I was commuting like almost two hours to and from, two hours to and two hours from every day. So yeah, it didn't work. Um, her birthday was also yesterday. So yeah, this has been this has been busy. It's been busy. Lots of lots of birthday calls, lots of birthday calls and birthday wishes. But you know, as I say all the time, I'd rather make the birthday calls and give people their flowers while they can still smell them than to be <clears throat> for anyone, or you know, to be taking a permanent dirt nap. So. Those were calls I was. Those were calls I was happy to make. Um, but yeah, how was y'all week? How was y'all week? Uh, it was fine. Just the same old, same old work. Uh, work dog, work dog. <laughs> That's about it. So, just the norm. Just the norm around here. How about you, Cashley? Yeah, pretty good. Um, I just. Uh, got to my family's house yesterday evening, so I will be here with them for the next week and a half or so for the holidays, so that should be good, you know. Spending a lot of money on games, <laughs> so I feel you, Q. Um, <laughs> I just spent way too much in a day, um, <laughs> but it's good. It's good. Jesus Christ, let's not even talk about gifts, because um. I still gotta buy. <laughs> so I gotta buy my sister and I. Who's my uh, You know, our, our white elephant gifts for the Christmas party. Um, that's be fine. <laughs> I still gotta. I still gotta get gifts for my kids. So they they might have to wait to after Christmas because yeah, the way the money is looking right now and the way um, Sportsbook didn't pay me because of some fluke ass losses yesterday. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that later. <clears throat> so yeah, Ooh, that's not even talking. Like I said, that's not talking about gifts because I got, I still got plenty to buy. Um, but yeah, that is that's about it. That's about it. So, Cashley, you want to go first, or you want to go? La- or you want to wait till later in the show to give your wrestling update? Well, no, I can go first because I really don't have too much. Okay, but, you know, a couple of things to discuss. Okay. Yeah, so well, this is the, show, the, floor is, <laughs> the floor is all yours. Yeah, so let's get into some wrestling, starting with the WWE. A um, couple of big, pretty big developments happened within the last week or so. Actually, within past few days. Um, one being that Matt Riddle has been written off TV for apparently failing a second drug test. As we all know, WWE has the three strikes. Of course, that works with maybe certain individuals, but 
the fact that he's failed a second one isn't really that good. So wishing a speedy recovery to him. Hopefully he can get it right and work out whatever he needs to work out. Uh, we had a pretty big release slash firing as well. Uh, Mandy Rose, formerly uh, NXT Women's Champion, was released from her contract after it was revealed that she had paywall content, including some not suitable for work kind of content. Um, and she was pretty much told either drop the content or keep your job. And she chose the content because <laughs> apparently that content is paying her way more than her WWE contract. So, hey, what can you do? But also, CJ Perry, better known as Lana, also made the same claim that how she made more money with her paywall than being in wrestling. So I think this is raising a pretty big conversation. Well, raising the same conversation because I think this has pretty much been talk within wrestling for years, especially WWE, about different um, different pay issues with some of the uh, talent in the company. Uh, speaking of uh, money issues and trying to get to that bag, it was revealed that Sasha Banks asked for a pay contract similar to her counterparts. Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch and WWE was like nah apparently they didn't think she was really worth that kind of money well New Japan does and New Japan put their money where their mouth was pretty much offering her the biggest contract in the company to date so apparently President Obari sees the vision that WWE doesn't see so let's see what happens um I kind of feel like since this is something that's been talked about for so long in pro wrestling, um, to see that women are still having to fight to get to that big numbers that's offered to men. And, and I kind of feel like these conversations tend to veer off into like the NBA and WNBA type of conversation, you know, like our, you know, are, are women really deserving of that type of money? But it's really surprising in this case because, you know, Sasha Banks has headlined numerous WrestleManias. And if you look at her counterparts, Charlotte and Becky, um, pretty much their best matches have been with Sasha. I mean, let's, let's, <laughs> let's be real. Um, they haven't really had too many good matches with any others besides Sasha Banks. Uh, well, I guess besides uh, Bianca Belair with Becky. So, um, yeah, <laughs> this is going to be, this is not going to be too good with them because they haven't had too many good matches with any of everyone, anyone else beside themselves. But, um, speaking of new Japan, um, there's some pretty big faction news. Suzuki, one of new Japan's biggest factions is disbanding at the end of the year after 11 years being together. Um, and this news was revealed on Sunday after a, uh, tour event, Minoru Suzuki announced that they will be splitting up at the end of this year. So, shout out to Suzuki Goon for 11 years, one of my favorite factions in pro wrestling, period. Um, Suzuki Goon members uh, Taka and Tai Chi actually had a joint show today, uh, including wrestlers from across Japan, including their Suzuki Goon stablemates. 
um, Tai Chi himself faced off against Shingo Takagi for the King of Pro Wrestling trophy and, and lost, unfortunately. But a new trophy was revealed and presented to Shingo. So shout out to him for that winning that one. Um, in other news, in New Japan, they're pretty much gearing up for Wrestle Kingdom 17, uh, which is being held on January 4th, 2023, um, with the Road to Wrestle Kingdom tour. Um, and they're still announcing the card, so I'll have to follow up with a later date for that one. But the Wrestle Kingdom card is looking pretty good. Uh, they have Real Osprey versus Kenny Omega for the U.S. title, Jay White versus Okada for the world title. Ren Narita versus Zack Sabre Jr. for the t- TV title. And then Naito and Tanahashi have finally made the card themselves after um, pretty much being left off of it <laughs> initially. So they are on the card with some tag matches. Can't have Wrestle Kingdom without them. So um, that's pretty much it for big news. Um, <laughs> should I get into my end of year award now or should I save that for the end of the show? It's up to you. It's up to you. You want to do it now? You go right ahead. You, you definitely can go right ahead. Okay. Well, um, I'll go ahead and present my Secure the Bag Award. And this actually goes to quite a few people. I think that's pretty much been the theme for 2022 for a lot of us, including me. You know, getting that nice little bump up at work. So it's always nice. But yes, Secure the Bag Award goes to MJF over at AEW, who pretty much held out until he got that big money from Tony Khan. And that's when he finally decided to make his reappearance. So shout out to him. You got to know your worth out here in these businesses, you know. Um, also, Mandy Rose. Hey, <laughs> get it. Get it how you can get it. If you make your money with your content, keep at it. You know, no one else is going to pay your bills but you. So there's a theater bag award goes to MJF and Mandy Rose. Get that bag. Ching ching. <laughs> And back to All you. Right. All right. Well, thank you for that update. Thank you. Thank you for those the awards that you gave out. Yes. I hope everyone I hope everyone secures the bag in 2023 because I know I'm damn sure trying to. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm damn sure trying. So, so I'm going to add I'm going to add to the secure the bag award. Um and this was this is a special personal one for me. Um <clears throat> so my line brother and I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to say his name. Um, we were, um, we majored in the same major at um, our alma mater, Lincoln. Um, we both were education majors. He did a double, he was a double major in elementary and early childhood education. Um, I was an elementary ed major. But we always used to tell each other, and we still do. We still, we still do, we still did, even to this day. And, you know, we graduated 15 years ago. And I've known him for almost 20 years. I've known him for over 20 years. Um, but we used to always tell each other, we are going to, the two of us are going to be principals one day. And so my secure the bag award goes to my ace midget, as I call him, affectionately call him, my ace midget, for reaching the mountaintop. Um, for reaching the mountaintop and becoming a principal. Uh, I am through the floor, through the roof, through everything, ecstatic, happy, and so proud of him. Um, so, AR, AR, Ace Midget, 
my homie, my brother, my best friend. Congratulations. I know you're going to I know you're going to serve the students, the, the students and the families of your new school that you are now becoming a that you are soon to become a leader of in the next couple of days if he hasn't started already. Um, so congratulations to him. Yes, congratulations. Yes. I am so, so excited for him, and I know my day is coming, and I will be there with you soon. I'll be in the principal cl- principal's club with you soon. Um, so, yes, that, that is my security. <clears throat> that is my addition to the security bag reward. Um, like I said, I'm so, so happy for him. I'm so, so excited for him. And, yeah. Like I said, this was a busy weekend. This was a busy week and a busy weekend. Um, so, with that being said, again, thank you, Cashy, for the wrestling update. Um, excited to hear and excited to listen to the Mellon and the Matt in 2023. Yes. Um, so yeah, I know you. I know you and you and Pam are going to bring the fire, and we are ready, waiting mm-hmm. for it to come. So we have one comment that we want. Uh, that I want to play, um, and then we're going to get into some football because, good Jesus Christ. Oh, shit happened this weekend. Oh, okay, let me play this comment. Here we go. You are now tuned in to QDZ, Cashly, and Lou Sala live, live on the Stereo app. Be sure to follow Snipe Luciano on TikTok and Instagram today. Thank you for that shout right. out. And yeah. thank you for that shout out. Most definitely feel free to follow us on our social medias. The show, most importantly, at, on Twitter at YBBothered. On Instagram at Young Black Pod, um, you can get our personal social media handles by clicking on our profiles. Um, but thank you for that shout out, um, and thank you for listening. Thank you for being a supporter of the show. <sighs> Week fifteen. Week fifteen. What a crazy ass week this was! What a crazy ass week this was. Let's start first with the games on Saturday. And the game that everyone's talking about, because it was another epic collapse by Matt Ryan, by Matt Ryan quarterback team, this time the Indianapolis Colts, who was up 33 to zero, 33 to nothing at halftime, 33 to nothing at halftime. And the Minnesota Vikings had the largest comeback in NFL history. Scoring, essentially scoring thirty nine points in the second half in overtime to win the game and beat the and beat the Colts. My question, Lou, Ashley, does this permanently end the Hall of Fame chances of Matt Ryan? Because he has the numbers to merit very considerable. Hall of Fame, not first ballot, of course, but he has the numbers to merit Hall of Fame discussion. Does this kill it completely? Uh, No. No. Um, He'll more than likely still get in. Um, This is is more of the head coach that they hired, (laughs) I think. And Matt Ryan. It's not just all Matt Ryan. Um, but yeah, uh, epic. 
Bunnacles. I mean, effort collapsed. Yeah, and I was at home. I watched the entire first half, and then I was like, "All right." <laughs> and we, my wife and I, we we went out and did some last minute Christmas shopping and stuff, and came back and found out that Minnesota won. And I was just, I can't believe I missed all that. But uh, yeah, epic collapse. Epic. Oh my god, I'm sitting out. I'm sitting here, like, first of all, so my brother, my brother, like, my actual <laughs> brother, my little, my youngest brother, um, he was watching the Jackson State game on the computer. He was watching the, you know, the the bowl, the bowl game that Jackson State and, and North NC Central was playing, playing in on, on his computer, and he was like, like, uh, Jackson State, uh, Dion's son, it was touchdown late in the fourth quarter to tie the game, and he absolutely went ballistic. Like, oh my god, he is he is the he is that one. He is he is whatever whatever Stefan Diggs said. I am I am that or whatever. I don't know. So he was yelling at all across the room as I'm watching the Vikings game on my phone because I didn't want to lazy me lazy me didn't want to turn on the TV and actually stream it anyway. <clears throat> And I'm like, the, I was like everyone in America. The, the Colts are up 33 nothing at halftime. Oh, this game is fucking over. I'm not watching this. I'm going to turn it in. I'm going to sleep some more because I didn't get in. Never mind. TMI. <laughs> <laughs> and, for the, and for the Vikings, for Kirk Cousins, of all quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins, they throw five touchdowns in the second half. This is Kirk Cousins we're talking about. Kirk Cousins. The man that can't win a primetime game to save his life. Um, Jeff Saturday. Go back to ESPN. Please go back to ESPN. You do not deserve to be a head coach in this league. I'm sorry. Nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. You're up 33 to nothing against the second seed the current second seed in the NFC, a team that with this win, because of Greg Joseph, just clinched the NFC North, and you couldn't, y'all forgot how to play defense? You forgot how to get a first down? How to score some more in the second half? Like, oh, okay, we're going to take our foot off the wheel. So Jeff Saturday, Jeff Saturday is the first, is, is our first recipient <laughs> of the Adam Gase of the Adam Gase Why You Still Here Award. He is the first recipient. He is tonight's first recipient of the Bill O'Brien, you know you're gonna fucked up right award. And he co-shares that. He shares that with Matt Ryan. And with the Colts defense. The and Colts, well, Colts and staff. And I'll add I'll Jim add Rissett. to that. Yeah, I was just gonna say I wanna hand all all of those awards out to Jim Bursay. He's the one who hired him. So this is all on him right now. Okay, so we have, Greg is coming up, so I'm going to come bring him up right now. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all, of, all of them, they all, every single one of them go to Jim Ursay, and he co-shares it with his, with his entire team. The coaching staff, the players, everybody, the, the fucking concession managers. All of it. All of them. What's up, Greg? 
What's up, man? So we we just gave out our, we just gave out our first collective award of the night. It's not the end of the year. It's not the year long award, but it's the Adam Gates and Bill O'Brien Awards going to Jim Ursay, Jeff Saturday, Matt Ryan, the entire Colts organization, including the freaking concession sellers, the ticket the ticket agents, everybody. They they all get the two, they all get those two awards. It's in yes. the sacred agents. <laughs> yes. I agree. I absolutely oh, agree. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, moving right along into the craziness of Week 15, we have uh, that second game. doesn't count because I don't even remember or care about who played. Um, but the third the third Cleveland game and, Cleveland and Baltimore. Just, just for the listeners, it was Cleveland and Baltimore. Okay. Like I Cle- said, that game. Cleveland won. That didn't. Yeah, Cleveland won. Again, that game doesn't matter. The game doesn't matter because that cost me money. Um, yeah, that game doesn't matter either. So let's get to the third game, the, the last game of the triple header, and that was the the snowball or the snowball that wasn't into the four, into like halfway through the fourth quarter. The Bills and the Dolphins. Is Josh Allen? The MVP of the league. Uh, no. Officially, I'm going to say yes. And the reason why, if Jalen Hurst doesn't play on Saturday, he will be. That's that, a good that, point. That one, that's a very good point. Very good point. Very good point. And it's not looking good for Jalen Hurst. Um, those of you who didn't know, Jalen Hurst suffered a sprained shoulder, sprained or strained sh- shoulder um, in that win yesterday against against the Chicago Bears. Um, so his his status leading into a pivotal NFC East showdown against the Dallas shit fucks. And we're going to get it. And I got some heat for them too. Whew, coming up. Stay tuned. Can, can I say something really quick? Uh, just really quick about that. Um, Prepare for the Eagles to be eliminated early in the playoffs. And we have to hear from everybody from Philly saying that it was a fluke and it was because of the shoulder. It's going to be an excuse and we know it's going to happen. They're going to implode them and Dallas. That's why all the NFC East teams are going to make the playoffs this year because one of them has to come out. It'll probably be Dallas. It won't be the Eagles, but I'll leave that there. All right. Lou, you got follow up for that? I just I hope it ain't Dallas. Um but uh yeah, I can I agree with Greg. I could you know if Philly when Philly does lose everybody from Philly is gonna blame it on his shoulder, like he said. It's, he's already Jalen Hurts is already doubtful for this week coming up, so I, okay. Definitely, I can see it. I can see it. Okay. All right. <clears throat> um, I, I, I agree with I agree. I agree with both of you. Um, but it's not going to be Dallas. I, I agree. It's not going to be Philly. It might be, be the fucking Giants, and I'm and and I'm going to vomit in my mouth saying that. I really do. I really, really, really fucking do. But we're going to get to the Giants and the Commanders because that game 
maybe really, really drink last night. Really, really made me drink last Drink more than I wanted to drink. And and Greg and I were drinking enough. We were drinking enough. That it really, really made me go in. It, it was pretty bad. Oh my God, it was, oh shit, Lord have mercy. Um, so, my second, my second award of the night, another recipient of the Bill O'Brien, you know, you know you're fucked up, right? Award goes to the fucking Dallas Cowboys for messing me up, messing up my parlay. Actually, this, this award is co-shared by the Dallas Cowboys and mm-hmm. the Carolina Panthers. For costing me twelve thousand dollars, twelve thousand on on both DraftKings and uh, DraftKings and FanDuel Sportsbook. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Oh my god! I I, I thought we had something special when it came to actual betting and parlays. Um, Because I've told everybody I'm swearing off regular FanDuel and making lineups. I already know that's rigged. Um, But apparently Vegas is really, really rigged. It's almost like the Buffalo Wild Wing commercials where, like, you know something's supposed to go right. And they're like, hey, call Vegas. (laughs) Uh, Vegas is calling. (laughs) Let's fuck fuck some shit up. Um, I'm going to piggyback really quick, Q, if I could just expound for maybe like 25 seconds. Um, Q will tell you, I was also supposed to win because we, we played the same spread, but there was one thing that was missing on the spread that I wanted the most that was going to garnish me probably about like $8,000, right? This is an additional 8000 He played for 10000 I was supposed to get 8000 for the spread. Mitch Trubisky was supposed to have 300, well, no, I'm sorry. He was supposed to have 200 yards, 200. He had 179. Bad beat, bad. And we both played that too. Bad fucking beat. And the thing is, every I know Lou was like Greg. He's I'm texting our group. I'm like, okay, we only need eight yards for this person. I only need six yards for this person. And everything hit except for Mitch Trubisky. I'll land by saying this. Um, I'm never trusting a Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback until Ben Roethlisberger decides that he's going to put his helmet on again, which. Hopefully it never happens because not only was that the biggest disappointment um, for them to be up, he was supposed to hit 200 yards. You don't go up 20, what was it? 21, nine, 21, nothing at one point, And you not hit 200 yards. It, it, it was egregious. Uh, so that being said, I'm also playing tonight's game in, you know, Vegas parlays and stuff. And this isn't going right. So, I might have to take a break and either just do UFC for a while or just stop betting on football because clearly the fix is in. And the reason why I say the fix is in is because of what Q and I witnessed last night. We officially have seen the NFL refs and the NFL also just rig the system because they want to. So, dear NFL, dear Roger Goodell, fuck you both. Thank you. He said, "Thank you." That's not even okay. So you know what? You know what? All right, let let let's 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 get to the elephant in the room. Get into the, let's get to the elephant in the room. The the Giants versus Commanders. For the rest, not to see one, two egregious calls that was not made and was made. 
the first egregious call, and let's, let's go to the egregious call that wasn't called. The past interference in Curtis Samuel that would have tied, would have potentially been the game winner. The game winner. In this case, it would have been the tie-in touch. It would have been the potential game tie-in touchdown. When we had a Giants defender bear-hugging Curtis Samuel in the end zone on fourth down, on fourth down, mind you, Nothing. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't pass interference. He was playing the ball. What fucking game was you watching, zebras? What fucking game was you watching? Was you watching a pee wee pee wee football game or something? What the fuck? But that's not the egregious call of the night. <clears throat> the egregious call of the night was Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry, whatever you want to call him. Getting called for illegal formation when he asked the ref twice and the ref gave him a thumbs up twice. I'm good. Am I lined up straight? Am I I'm all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Soon as the ball snap. Illegal formation wipes out Brian Robinson. Would have been game tying touchdown. Mm. I'm calling for this. Let's not even talk of. Let's not even talk about the 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 the, the eight leg parlay I had on that game. That missed by two legs. I hit mm-hmm. six out of eight. That would have that would have won me. That would have won me seven thousand dollars. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to make this crystal clear because I'm already on fuck referees. Like, I, I just rather people just like in the stands, like vote on the game plays and shit like that, because I've, I've never seen two of my favorite sports, be it basketball and football, ruined, not by the players, not by the attitude, not by the fans, but the fucking refs. I Googled a simple question. Can NFL referees be fined or even suspended? For terrible cause. You know what the answer is? It has to be yes, isn't it? No. They cannot be fined. There is no rule stating that referees, both NBA or NFL, can be fined. Here it is. Every call the refs makes get reviewed by the NFL and the refereeing teams are graded. There are no fines, but referees can be downgraded, which is which in result, I'm sorry, which can result in them not refing playoff games or other big games. If they are downgraded enough, they can lose their job. So that is essentially a pip plan for fucking referees. I almost guarantee you referees will do better officiating if they will find $25,000 for each egregious fucking call they make. I don't even know what the average salary for an NFL referee is, but I feel like $25,000 is more than enough because if a player has to get fined $5,000 for a football, if they get fined, I think it's like what, two, $3,000 for like inappropriate cleats. Like they have like some of the wildest fucking fines on planet earth. And the refs are like, you know what? Nah, it, it, it don't matter. Cause I'm not going to get fined. 
Like Marshawn Lynch said, I'm just here so I don't get fined. No, these motherfuckers need to be fined. It's gotten to the point where it's like the refs know they fuck up and then wait until after to say, you know what? Yeah, I could have done that better. You have replays now for a reason. You have, you know, calls like touchdowns and important plays are, you know, held up for review. You even have, you have how many refs on each side? I think it's three on each side. Of the field in football, you ha- you have to have at least three. You have what one in the end zone, two in the ends, right? So, mm-hmm. and that's so. on both that's on both sides. So you're trying to tell me the six referees that are in the NFL on the field at that time, like they don't just congregate together and say, you know what, you made a stupid fucking decision. Is there not a hierarchy? It was like, all right, you know what, majority rules. If five of us say, you know what, that was a fucking you know pass interference, and the one dickhead who's calling it, knowing that is not, it's like you know what, like. You just might not be a good referee, bro. <laughs> there, there needs to be, actually, you know what? Before we get to the fines, because I feel like that's going to happen in the offseason, they need to, at least for the playoffs, just to start it, have majority rules when it comes to refereeing. I don't think they have that. I think it's just like, okay, the ref that's the closest to the play, he has the executive vote. But the issue is, if there's one standing at the end zone and there's one on both ends, I'm pretty sure not only just that, you have 37 cameras around the motherfucking field. Somebody saw it better than that ref. And the fact that the entire population of the United States has said, you know what? This call is a pass interference. More importantly, for the other, the call that uh, Q was talking about, the ref told him, yo, you're good. And then reached for his fucking flag the moment after he said it. He blinked and right. he was reached. I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. You just told him he was good. You gave him the thumbs up. He gave you the thumbs up back. And the moment that he lined up again, you went and grabbed your flag. Are these refs drinking tequila at halftime? What the fuck are we doing here, bro? I, I just, yeah. I, I'm not going to go on a like, monologue about this shit. I'm just really pissed off with like a lot of the like officiating when it comes to sports. Um, and it's just the two favorite sports of mine. The third one, obviously, is UFC. But we all know Dana White tells the officiating like what the fuck to do because there's no way that Sean O'Malley won that last UFC fight a month and a half ago. He fucking lost it, and that's what it was. But you know what? They need a replacement for Conor McGregor. I'm not going to you know make that long. But yes, the fact that refs are reviewed by the NFL, that's the thing. They're reviewed, and they have refereeing teams that are graded. Where's the votes from the players, you know, the players association, the coach association, the fact that you have people like Ron Rivera saying shit like, don't ask me about the refs. What, something has to be done. Something, he said that. He said, he said that because if he just said something disparaging about the refs, he would have been fined $35,000. Do you see what I'm saying? You can get fined for somebody literally making a bad call. I'm, I, I think there's more like ref calls in the past like season that have actually ruined like records for teams. Like I feel like Jacksonville would have a better record because of that. Honestly, the fucking, you know, the Giants and the Commanders, they wouldn't have a tie right now if the officiating was better. Mm-hmm. And how many there was what four games this weekend alone that depended on a ref making a good decision, a right decision, a righteous decision, and they couldn't do it? Yep. I, I don't understand, man. We, we have to figure out, when I say we, talking about the NFL, figure out what's the best course of action. And for me, I feel like the grading thing, that's great, but refs need to be fined as well. 25000 I feel like 
is large enough. I'm going to be quiet because I want to see, I'm going to do some research to see how much a referee normally makes because I know it's a per game basis, but $25,000 no, was scared of fucking. Yeah, they, they're, now, they're now salary. So they, uh, like the, the referee, not the, not like the line judge, the down judge and back judge and all them other judges and shit. They all make over six figures. And yeah. They were part-time. Like the referees, the, the person you hear making the calls, they're full time, and they make over four hundred thousand. Oh no no, well, I'm, I'm reading right now. Um, so referee, the NFL referees who've earned the highest reported salary are Walt Anderson, now retired, Brad Allen, and Craig Wolstad or whatever, right? Wolstad. It says all three are reported to have made as much as two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, right? Yes. If that if that's the case, find them whatever you would have find a player. T- take like the median. So I would say, you know what? For every bad call you make, five thousand dollars, and you got to pay that shit. Five thousand dollars hurts to somebody who makes two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. I feel, I feel like twenty five thousand might be a little bit too much for somebody who makes two hundred and fifty thousand. But if you know for a fact you make on average four bad calls a season, you'll stop making bad fucking calls. And it seems like it's the same ones. And the NBA. I don't know how much the refs make there, but them motherfuckers definitely need to get ten thousand a game because they make so many bad plays. I'm like, there's no, there's no fucking way they'd be on the other side of the court. Like, and I'm sorry, Q. Like, I'll be quiet after this. Like the John Morant shit. Like, Q and I was sitting there talking about that. He got ejected from a game for talking to a fan, and the ref didn't like the shit, so he ejected him, only to apologize later. Twenty five thousand, please. We need that out of pocket. You, this is the second quarter this man got ejected from a game. You know how many people paid X amount? Of, I looked up the tickets and the nosebleeds to see that Memphis Grizzly game. Fucking nosebleeds were $127. Can you imagine you go to see your favorite fucking player and you sitting in the fucking threes and fours? Talking about the hundreds. Now, I'm not talking about seat three and four. I'm talking about row fucking, you know, three, four hundred, right? Section three, section three, ten, section exactly. Three, 10, seat thirty, row, yes. row, row X, seat thirty. Yeah. So, so just imagine, like, it's not that's not even like the end game for me. Imagine going to see your team in your hometown, and I'm not saying the rest should be biased according to the teams and shit like that. But when you clearly have it out for a player or a team, or more importantly, you just make an egregious ass call. And the only consequence is when they ask you questions, you're like, oh, I made a mistake. It's too late to make a mistake. You, you're in a position where you can't make a mistake. You literally are only dependent on, on average, what, 15, 20 plays a game? On average. When I say that, I'm talking about you got to make sure this wasn't a penalty. And I, I get it. You have to be looking at these things. But if that's all you're looking at, how can you possibly be making these mistakes? 25,000, please. Now I'm going to shut up. So, so it, I, I agree with you 100% on that. Here's my thing. And, and, you know what? And, and, I'm, I'm tired of... Thank God. And it's not even... I can't even thank God yet. Because the Detroit Lions are hot on the heels of the Commanders for the last playoff spot. For the, for the seventh season in, in, in the NFC. They're 7-7. Seven and seven. The, the commanders are in the seventh seed, the only because 
they're seven six and one. They're up by half a they're up by half a game. They're up by like four hundred percentage points. I have it. Um, go ahead. Uh, it's the I told you so award that goes to Greg. All right, there you go. I'm done. Oh Lord. <laughs> Greg told everybody before the season started. Greg told everybody. And and me, you, Q, Cassidy, we were all witnesses, and he told us all, watch out for Detroit. Watch out for Detroit. And then they came out (laughs) like Detroit. And they came out like Detroit, but they have won, what is it? They've won seven out of their last eight games or something like that? Yep. Yep. They're, they're, um, They're playing good ball, man. Really, really good ball. Mm-hmm. So I commend you, man. I commend you for the, uh, you know, for the I told you so award. <laughs> yeah. This year, Greg, a.k.a. this year. <laughs> this shit is, yep. I'm sorry, yep. it's crazy. It, it's crazy because remember, um, it wasn't even just, it was a, it was the Lions that I was right about and the fucking, um, the Arizona Cardinals. Everybody's calling me, talking about, no, the Jets too. But see, you know, Q doesn't want to admit that, but it's all right. Because he, he's going he's gonna to rock a Zach Wilson jersey. Because I'm not playing about that shit. He's definitely going to have to get a Jets jersey. Now, I, to be fair, I was absolutely wrong, what, three weeks ago? No, two weeks ago. I predicted wrong. I said the Cleveland Browns were going to beat, without a shadow of a doubt, the Cincinnati Bengals. And it did not happen. I was wrong. And I said, if I'm wrong, I'm going to come on here and apologize. I was wrong. I told Dan Rod. I told... The, the guy who was like, you're, you're wrong. I was like, no, I'm, I'm standing on this shit. And I was wrong. But you see, I, I'm admitting to being wrong, and that's fine. I won't make that mistake again. I will not make that mistake again. I will not doubt Cincinnati until the playoffs. But I feel like right now they're playing like the second best team in the AFC. That's just my personal opinion. Um, somebody would say Kansas City. I, You know how I feel about Kansas City. I feel like it's, it's all a fluke. Like, and once, you know, Mahomes gets kind of figured out, then it'll just be what it is, right? But another thing that somebody had mentioned, I want to just bring it to the, you know, the beginning of the season. People were like, Arizona's so good. Arizona's so good. And I had a dialogue with Lou, and I said, we see this shit every year. Arizona starts out hot, and then they just Mm -hmm. fucking shit the bed. Every year, like clockwork. I was like, they were doing better without D-Hop than they are now, which is fucking crazy. They're what four and nine? They're garbage. Yeah, they're 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 not. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to shit on your team, but they're they're pretty bad right now. Yeah, yeah, they're bad, bro. Like, trust me, I don't mind you shitting on my team because you know I, I have to live. I have to live and die with them. I'm completely fine with mm-hmm. it. But Arizona looks bad. Detroit looks good. Um, I personally, I know Q's going to hate the fact that I'm about to say this, but I, I feel it to be true. I would rather see both. Detroit and maybe and the Jets. You know what? I want to see the Jets too. Um, I probably want to see the Jets more than I want to see Jacksonville. But I'd rather see those two teams in the playoffs more than I would like to see the Giants or the Redskins. Or I'm sorry, the Commanders. And the reason why it's just a game nobody wants to see with Washington. So you can keep them and the Giants. Unless they're going to beat Dallas, it won't matter. So why not just give me some competition? And I want to see Detroit in the playoffs so people can stop saying that, you know, Detroit will never make it to the playoffs. 
just, just please right. give, give me that hope. I, I, I want to see it, and I want to see it mainly because Aaron Rodgers, the reigning MVP, reigning MVP, right? Mm-hmm. He, yep. You know, he you know he, he goes into other people's you know stadiums. He's like, I own this town and shit like that. That's cool. Detroit right now should be in the playoffs. I, I'm only going to leave that there. I don't, I don't, who's Dan Ross' team? Is, is it Philly or the Giants? Or I, I'm not. I'm not I, quite sure. I think I thought his team was Dallas. His team's Dallas. I, oh, we don't, I we don't have thought, anything. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I I I, I want to say it was Dallas. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, Dan Rod, but uh, I thought you might have said you were a Cowboys fan a couple weeks ago. That's a, I don't mind Dallas. I, I, I honestly I don't mind Dallas. Um. Fuck Dallas. When, Fuck Dallas. When, when it when it comes to Dallas, I, I just feel as though they they're that team that's just like they're always suspected to be good. But it's like, is it the team or is it the quarterback? I'm personally going to say it's the quarterback. I I just say it's the quarterback. You you put anybody else in that team and it's been proven they can win. Dak when he came back, you know they have you know a winning record, which I'm sure everybody appreciates. But is it all for not if you can't get across that threshold? So exactly. my personal <laughs> and my personal opinion is like, okay, how many times we gotta keep doing this? It's like mm-hmm. you, you know, it's like it's like pre-jizz with Dallas. It's like, damn, like you know what? Like <laughs> you you weren't expecting just it's there. It just happens. Like Dallas is that team oh, is like shit. like it's just it just hurts, bro. But oh my god. Also like what happened, like, in my personal opinion, when it comes to Dallas, like, Michael Gallup should just be better this year. I feel like with all those weapons and stuff, I get it when it comes to targets and things like that, like, they could do much better. The Eagles should not be shitting on Dallas, not even just in the terms of the records. Like, they're looking past Dallas this week. And I'm like, you know what? Dallas is fully healthy. Like, fully healthy. And, and, and I'm... One one could argue right now that Dallas has the best one two punch in the backfield too. Exactly, and Zeke, exactly. Zeke and Pollard. I mean, yep. they are legit. Like the best one two punch in the league. I, 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 you know, I think. Do, do you want? I'm, I'm gonna give you a perfect like thing when I think about your statement. I feel like Zeke and Tony Pollard remind me a lot of. Um, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. I think it was Mark Ingram. It had to be Mark Ingram, yeah. That was, what, three, four seasons ago? Like, it, the reason why it reminds me of that is because it's like, Zeke's honestly going to be on another team in two seasons. We can just be completely honest about that. But he, he feels like he, you know, he knew that, you know, Kamara was the better running back and the team knew it. They just needed to make sure that it was known that he was, like, the RB1. So, with Zeke, he's a good, like, gap filler now when it comes to the team, but that's position for Tony Pollard to take that over. And it felt the same way when Mark, you know, Ingram was, you know, with the Saints. And it's like, you know what, that's great that, you know, he's here. We got him to be that, like, that sturdy presence for third down. But Alvin Kamara is still Mr. Six Touchdowns, you know, for a reason. So, again, Dallas, we will probably see you at home in January, sitting there watching with the rest of us, because it doesn't last. It won't last. Everybody knows it won't last, and I, I hope y'all understand that. It is not me being a bad guy or a hater. I just know the the way it looks right now, it looks kind of ugly for y'all. It, it looks really, really ugly. 
if the playoffs started today, they would play Washington, right? I want to say they would play Washington. Either Washington or the Giants. I don't know if Washington's on the inside yeah, no. or on the outside looking in. So, the current playoff picture in the in, in the NFC, if the season, was, mm-hmm. if the playoffs was to begin tonight, Minnesota will be hosting the Commanders in the 2-7 match. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Which that means the Cowboys um, will play the Bucks then. No, the the Cowboys, they're the current fifth seed. So they will play. Yeah, they would. Yes, they would. They would play Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, going home. <laughs> Hold on, Tampa, honey. We're going home. Tampa Bay. They would uh, play yeah. Tampa Bay. And the, the 3-6 matchup will be the Giants and, and San Francisco. With yeah, Philly having yeah. the first round um, I think whoever Tampa Bay plays. They even get in. Mm-hmm. That division is ass. But um, whoever Tampa plays, Tampa's going to lose. Oh, wow. Brady, That's he, he don't have no, ma- no more Brady magic. Nothing like that. They they just do not look good. Brady's age is showing. Um, Mike Evans, dude couldn't catch a cold right now. Okay. Um, yeah. He's bad. Like he, it, it balls right dead in his his hands, and he's just dropping them. You mm-hmm. know, and that's how Tampa's so season's what, going. So what if I told you, Lou? I did a parlay, and I said, and I don't know if Q. I think Q just disagrees with me when I say this. Carolina's going to win that division. I don't see Tampa Bay like winning the next two games. I don't see Carolina's going to win that division either. I think New Orleans is going to win that division. That that would be nice, but I, I think the only way they could is if Jameis starts the final two or three games because they have what two they have three games left. And uh, yeah, I, in the I division, don't think they play though. Well, let me see. If I look at the schedule, Detroit's uh, next three games are yeah, Detroit. No, Carolina. Carolina's next three games are Detroit, Tampa, and New Orleans to end it. Um, currently, Carolina is three and one in the division. And I think the only game they lost was who they lose to in the division. They beat the Saints early this year, twenty-two to fourteen. Only division game that they had lost was was it Tampa? No, they damn. Who did they lose to? Damn, who did they lose to in the division? That it had to be. It had to have been Atlanta because they beat. Okay, yeah, they lost to Atlanta in overtime the day before Halloween, thirty-seven to thirty-four. So, I mean, Detroit's going to be a tough game for them. I personally, I, I want Carolina to win that game, but I also want Detroit to make it to the playoffs. So that game, I'm not going to bet on. Tampa Bay, on January 1, Tom Brady's going to be drunk and hungover from all the things he's going to do now that he doesn't have to deal with his ex-wife. So I feel like, guess what? They're going to win that game. And then New Orleans, they're going to go. And I think it's in New Orleans, January 8th, they're going to win that game, and they're going to end up winning the division. That's my hot take. Carolina wins the division. Tampa Bay sits at home because if I look at the schedule for the Saints, they have Cleveland, Philly, and then Carolina, right? So that's their division. Jesus Christ. And then you got Tampa's next couple games. They got Arizona, Carolina, and Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, well, that might have just changed the whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my, my, my hope is, 
the Saints three games. You said they got Cleveland. Yeah, so the Saints have and, Cleveland and first. That is in New in New Orleans, correct? Mm-hmm. Let me let me just check again. So I'm sorry. At, let me just look at Atlanta first. Atlanta's next three games are Baltimore, Arizona, and Tampa Bay. Right. So dependent. I think like Baltimore's trying to tank at this point, right? So pretty much that's a win or lose. Arizona, I feel like they're still playing for something, unfortunately. Um, and it's, that's a team that we're just going to... What is their record? They're, they're, uh, they're right there with Cincinnati at top of the division. It might be one game oh, off because yeah, Cleveland just yeah, beat you them. You were right, but You were right. They're what? Not, oh, yeah, they're 9-5. and five, So, oh, yeah. Let's just... Let's act like I didn't yeah, say that about school. Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's act like Atlanta. No, Atlanta yeah. yeah, Atlanta is five and so so the three teams other than Tampa Bay in the NFC South are five and nine. The the, the Panthers, the Panthers, the um, the the Falcons, and and New Orleans. They're all five and nine. Tampa Bay is six and eight right now. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, so, good. I I'm just going Carolina. It, the only reason I am is because they're three and one in the division, so they already have a division lead, and they only need to win two games in order to win the division. Tampa Bay, with their schedule, they're destined to lose two of those games. Like I can see them winning one game. Like it's going to be hard for them to get past Arizona, and then they still got to play Carolina for whoever wins that one, right? You know, pretty much whoever wins that uh, that game between Carolina and Tampa Bay decides who wins the division. And then you got Atlanta, which I think Atlanta's like, you know, we're playing for the, what is it? It'll be like the fourth pick. So at that point, they need a quarterback. They're going to be tanking. And it's week 18. So, yeah. Carolina, please do not let me be wrong because I would love to win $300. And that's the only team that I'm actually scared that, they might bust a bracket between them and Tennessee, but I think Tennessee has a better chance. So, okay, what, I'm sorry, we, we we derailed. We were supposed to be talking about how your commanders lost. Um, this was predicted, Q. It was predicted. This is why we did not go to the game, Lou. We had tickets. I had them sit in the email. I told Q, I don't feel like it. I told him it didn't feel right, and God damn it, I was right. Really. Here's the issue with FedEx is it's not your typical stadium from my door to FedEx is about like 35 minutes, right? Between 35, 40 minutes. That's not including the 15 minutes it's going to take to park. The extra 10 minutes it's going to take to get up the hill because you have to walk uphill to get into the stadium. Then you got to stand in line for another five to 10 minutes in order to get in because they have to do the whole check of like your bags, your pockets and stuff. Right. Then the Washington Commanders have the highest food price and drink price. A Bud Light, like, is, I want to say it's around like 12 bucks. One is 12 bucks. Food, chicken tenders are $14.50. I can tell you that because that's the only thing I get at the stadium. Popcorn is eight bucks and it comes in like a Dixie cup. So it's, there's that. A pretzel is $10. A regular soda is $9.50. So, yeah, like, no, nobody deserves to be used and abused by FedEx Field. And then, I mean, I would, never live, in, I would, yeah, I would never live it down. I, I can't, like, 
Q would be insufferable if we would have gone to that game and been in you know the club level and sitting there hanging out and drinking and stuff like that, and then we lose in that fashion, and then we got to drive home, and then the drive home from FedEx it's a guaranteed hour. It takes forty five minutes to get out of the parking lot, and you know he wasn't going to want to leave until after that that final play, that final drive. So right. pissed off Q, a pissed off drunk Q. A pissed off <laughs> commander's drunk cue in a car for an hour. Nobody, nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves that. No, nobody deserves that. Wow. And what I will say, I felt like we had a better time going out when we went out instead of going to the stadium. Sometimes it's good to go to these games, but then sometimes it's better to be in good company watching said games because FedEx field is a terrible stadium, but it has a good crowd. Like, you know, people will vibe there and stuff like that. It's just the stadium is unbearable to be in, to watch in, to leave, to drive to it, the experience. Isn't like going to like Santa Clara or like San Diego or shit, Baltimore or like, or um, going to Seattle. Going, going to yeah. Yeah. Like the Where best the part of going do, to like, it's down. Like it's down. Like look. So I've been to Lumen Field. I've been to, mm-hmm. when I visited Seattle. Uh, was this, 13, 12, 13 years ago. It's right there. And then you got Pike's Place. You can go watch fish being thrown if you're drunk and you're pissed because the Seahawks lost. You go some. You can go there and watch someone not catch a fish and get smacked in the fucking face. You can't do that at FedEx. It's all right. If I drove, I got to wait an hour to get, the, get out of the fucking parking lot. If you took the metro, I got to walk down the goddamn hill. I got to walk 20 minutes down the goddamn hill to get to Morgan Boulevard. And then wait another 20, and then wait another 20 minutes for the god awful slow metro to come to take you back home. And don't, don't yeah. forget the most important part about this, Q. The team loses a lot. So it's also like, yo, you're going to a, a losing team stadium, and the best part of going to the stadium is the tailgate. Everybody will tell you the commanders tailgate fire. However, yeah. when it comes to everything else, no, <laughs> just it, it's not an experience worth saying that you spent, I say maybe eighty dollars on drinks and food, and you spent another hundred to two hundred dollars on tickets. You spent another because the parking at FedEx is forty five dollars. You spend another sixty dollars on parking, depending on which exactly. lot you park in. Yep. And the thing is, the clo- obviously the closer to the stadium, the more the parking is. Parking at an outdoor football stadium is already insane, but paying sixty dollars to park my shit. Yeah, no. I, I can go. I can go to a bar. <laughs> I'll go to that's gas to get and the gas to get there. You know what? Let me stop talking about Washington before I actually start liking them because I, I'm all for communism when it comes to, you know, <laughs> getting that money, right? But you mean boy, capitalism, not communism. Capitalism. No, both, bo- both, both, both. Okay, both. Because, all right. <laughs> we, we, got, we got Snyder. We got Snyder saying, you know what we're going to do? Uh, he's, he's a capitalist on one thing and he's a communist on another. I'm like, you know what? Do what you got to do because I still think the calling them the fucking commanders is a terrible name. So that, that's just me. But all in all, Q, I'm glad we did not go to that game. 
because I'm having it boy, because yeah, drunk, angry fan, angry, angry commanders fan, yep. who just had who just spent a whole fucking lot of money to go watch these motherfuckers lose at the worst fucking stadium yes. in the whole entire and all of in, in, in all of sports and 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 that's being genuine, generous because we mm-hmm. know the Oakland A stadium is the worst stadium I- ever. I was just gonna say, um, right behind the Oakland A's uh, stadium, because yeah, that that stadium is like, I mean, that's like the YMCA of stadiums. <laughs> that is funny. That that's is not even funny. no, it's not even no, no. That's not even called. That's not even called. That is not even called um, Oakland Coliseum, the YMCA of stadiums. They are the Dollar Tree of stadiums. Damn. Okay, that's, that's Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's Dollar bad. Tree of stadium. And FedEx, trash X, trash X field is family dollar. Oh no. Oh, trash no. X is family dollar. Where they say, okay, the name is family dollar, but ain't a goddamn thing in family dollar a dollar. <laughs> and I say, and, 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 and I, and, 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 and the reason I say Oakland Coliseum is the Dollar Tree of stadiums ever because now. Everything at Dollar Tree ain't a dollar no more. It's a dollar dollar twenty five. You go from a dollar to a dollar twenty five, like, all right, I'm gonna spend a dollar twenty five, but shit, your name has dollar in it, so shit should be a dollar. <laughs> it should be a dollar. I should be able to get five things for five dollars, and you add the tax. Five cent tax, a dollar at five twenty five. Like, c- c- come on, come on, Jesus fucking Christ! <sighs> yeah, I'm glad we didn't go. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I wanted to go. Yeah, I wanted to go. I'm glad we didn't go because um, I probably still be in PG lockup right now <laughs> if I went yes. to that game. Well, I've been ready to. I would have been ready to punch everybody. Okay, I can I been, also I just throw this? I, I would have went to Dan in there really quick. I went went to the owner suite and punched Dan Snyder. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I, one other thing I just want to add real quick. Imagine all that stuff that deal with that Q was dealing with from last night, right? And then on top of that, he lost to me in fantasy. I oh, I didn't want to deal with that. Uh-oh. I didn't want to deal with that. I, I didn't want to deal with that. I'm not going to say too much more because both of us. We're kind of confused at how that worked out. So I'm just going to leave that like that. Q, it, it was a great season. That was a really good game. It was a really good league. We got uh, the, the cheating friend and John the fuck out of there. So I'm, I'm just happy that we did that. Um, so, Lou, thank you. Thank you for spanking up on him. But um, oh, it, it ain't over. It's, I'm still losing. Wait, what? Jesus fucking Christ. You know what? No, bro. No. Wait a minute. Listen, listen, listen. Listen. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) We're not ending shit. (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm only losing by three points. But I have Aaron Rodgers, Christian Watson, and Aaron Jones going right now. And I'm only losing uh, by three and a half points. Yeah. You should have started. I wish you had AJ Dillon because he got two touchdowns tonight. Yeah, well, somebody else had him. I don't know who, but uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, I think I I ain't worried. Yeah, I I think think it was you. God damn it! 
Yeah. Yep. I win this. <clears throat> I, I win if I had him in my lineup. You know, got, 12, you know, it, it, any fucking 12, 12, oh and, 12 and one from the couch. Oh boy. Oh boy. Hey, show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, don't, kick me, don't kick me, please. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just, God damn. That was a good uh, I one. I like that. That was a good one. That was a good Wait. one right there. <laughs> 12 and one from the couch. Oh, oh man. If I win my game tonight, then it's me against Greg in the championship. Yeah, and I'm playing for third yeah. place. Oh, yeah, I'm playing shit. for third place. It, After going on an eleven game winning streak, yep. and it, I lost the a, first game, and game. I, I went, I went on a twelve game winning streak. Yeah, well, now you're back on that yeah. one game losing streak. So, um, Lou has the zingers tonight. Lou has the zingers tonight. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh. You're letting the nuts hay tonight, huh, Lou? Okay, I got yeah. it. It's cold out. You got to oh keep it warm. God. It's cold out. Oh hey, no. God. No, no. He just, and then he just won another one. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh man! Oh, on with the boy. on with the show! On with the show! <laughs> on with the show! <laughs> no. I don't even want to talk. No, let's just get to the end of the year awards. Like we can we can talk sports. We can talk sports again in two weeks. Like the NBA doesn't count. It doesn't matter. Anthony broken is Anthony broken again. Out for a mm. month, at least a month. Um, <laughs> I, I I do have a new award. Go ahead. I'm calling it the I Got Your Ass Award. Oh, shit. Let's, let's. And this is going to uh, Deontay Johnson, the wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are supposed to be the next breakout star for the Steelers. Their number one receiver, blah, 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 blah. And dude hasn't even caught a touchdown all year. Got them for, I want to say, what was it, 70, 65, $70 million to not catch one touchdown? Deontay just said, I got your ass. That's my award. I like that one. All right. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. So... Like I said, this is going to be an abbreviated show tonight. It's the last show of the year, so again, we just we we we're having we're having fun tonight. We're having fun tonight. Um, since this is the last show of 2022, let me give my superlatives and thank yous. Um, the first thank you I have is to the three of you um, for making this year fun. This has been like we've been doing. We now officially been doing the sports desk for unofficially three years. Unofficially, three years. We started. It was just Greg and I, just like getting on and talking about, and, and you know, being angry about sports. Um, this show has evolved and has become something much, much more. Um, in the in the in the in now going going on two years that Lou has been on. Um, in the, in the six months that Cashley has been a regular, has been a regular host. Um, and I'm not, you know, in, in the year that, 
that Pam was on the show was was on the show with us as a as a regular. So even like the three or four weeks spent that my that my my baby brother Malik was on, um, to to the special guests that we've had, the special interviews that we've had, um, especially with my with my birthday twin and best friend Sherelle, um, who is now uh, coaching at Delaware State after she after she won after Lincoln won the CIAA. I'm gonna thank all of you all. You have given me so much, and I hope that I have given as much to you as you've given to me. Um, you all have made this show what it is. You have made this enjoyable to record every week that we record it every week. Um, and just the friendship that I have built with all of you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's let's run it back and let's do it even more and make it even better next year in 2023. So that's my first thank you. Um, my next thank you is to the creator and founder of the Sports on Stereo hashtag, Dan Rod, who's in the audience right now. Thank you for creating this opportunity um, to, to, to talk sports and love it and have fun with it. Um, but thank you. Thank you, Dan Rod. Thank you so much. We love you. You're always a friend, of, always a friend and family of the show. Always welcome to join in. Um, and 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 be a part of and be a part of the madness. We love you and thank you. Um, my next and the most important thank you is to our listeners. You've dealt with many iterations of me: drunk Q, sober Q, angry Commanders fan Q, fuck Dan Snyder Q, all of the above. Um, you have been here every week. You've been here for every show. Um, you, you've helped make this platform what it is, and I thank you so much. And we thank you. Um, we look forward to your support in 2023. Uh, and let's let's take this shit and run with it, and, and, and make some uh, make some money eventually, and, and and run with it. So thank you, thank you, thank you, listeners, thank you, supporters. We love you. Thank you. Now. To the year-end awards, we're going to follow the same award concept, but this year, but for this show, since it's the final show of 2022, because we will not have an episode until uh, until January the 9th, 2023, we got a nice little break, you know, so that we can spend time with our families um, and enjoy the holidays, enjoy the new year. Whoever wants to go first. Your year in awards for 2022. Go at it. Yes. Um, my Adam Gates Why Are You Still Here Award is going to end the year the same way we began the year. Vince McMahon, why are you still here? Um, I'm tired of seeing and hearing about articles of him coming back. Um, I'm tired of hearing more allegations. Um, and more importantly, the company is so much better without you. So the Adam Gates, why are you still here award? It's going to him. Um, the Adam Gates, why aren't you still here is Mandy Rose. Um, I'm going to give that to her because we've all seen a pair of titties in our lives. So 
Like, y- y- y'all are firing her for OnlyFans. I'm disgusted and appalled. Like, especially from the WWE. I understand, like, you know, during the aggression era and the attitude era, like, you know, it, it was TNA, TNA, and they tried to clean their act up. But as long as John Cena is a 50-year-old man wearing blue jeans, I think we can live with the fact that Mandy Rose showed her titties on an OnlyFans. So, to Adam Gates, why aren't you still here? Yes, I need that. I need that to happen. Please, Lord. Um, the Bill O'Brien, you know, you done fucked up right award. I, I want to give it to Kyrie, but he's actually been playing pretty good. And I will be fair. Um, I'm going to end the year knowing that I will. You won't hear me talk too bad about Kyrie anymore because I feel like it, it's like the COVID situation. We, we've had three years of talking shit about him. I think we're done. We, we can close the chapter, close the book on Kyrie. I will not give you too much shade on him anymore. I think we're absolutely done with him. Um, which one do I have? Which other awards do I have? I don't even have like the names for the awards anymore because we've gone from having like two to 12. Um, I personally want to give my predictions for a couple things beforehand. Um, I'm predicting that the San Francisco 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. So there's that. So my award is going to be for them. Um, my prediction for the most hated person I'm going to have in 2023, since I have to replace Kyrie Irving with someone. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers because he is going to make Green Bay's life a living hell in the offseason. So he's definitely going to be on my radar of people to hate. Um, If I could give a early retirement award, it definitely goes to Matt Ryan. Um, I didn't think 28 and three could be matched, but boy, he he did a doozy. That was the wildest shit I've ever seen in my life. I know you guys talked about it beforehand, but yeah, he this is bad. Like he's, he's really fucking bad, bro. I've, I've never seen no shit like that. Um, Lord Shamik, you are getting the Lord Shamik in the streets awards. We ain't heard from you since I'd say September. Yeah. He's, he's clearly in the streets. So we, we got that. Um, the Gilbert arenas goofball award. I'm sorry. The goon award or goofball of our nationality. Um, it's, it's going to Deshaun Watson. I feel like, we can officially say he's overpaid. Um, that time off, Q was right. He he looks like a shell of himself, but he got the bag. So I, I'm very appreciative of people who get the money. But his production field is garbage. And I think they got the Baker Mayfield play wrong because you went from worse to worse. And you paid for it. So I, I don't like it. Um, the Nick Young Never Too Soon Award is going to Ben Simmons because... We just naturally we don't like him. The Herb fuck up award, um, the Herb fuck up Dean award for the person who had one job but perpetually fucks it up. No matter what goes to the NFL refs, the NBA refs, um, yeah, any any ref for any sport, I'm sure you fucked up at some point. So all of you are getting the Herb fuck up, you know, the fuck up Dean award. Um, and finally, I want to say this to any soccer fans because we did not talk about this, or at least I didn't speak on this. Um, I'm going to find a team that I like in soccer so people will stop asking, why do we not talk about soccer on the sports desk? Why have we not covered the World Cup? Um, I'm going to be crystal clear to people. Nobody that I know gives a shit about soccer. And it's not me being disrespectful. It's just more so it's like people have their favorite player. They have their favorite team, but either their favorite team 
never really wins anything or their favorite team is just like their favorite team because it's like they didn't ha- like, oh, I'm a Man U fan or hey, I'm a, you know, Italy fan or France or Argentina. It's like that, that's that, that's great. I want to over the next like two or three months, like focus on soccer. I had somebody break down soccer to me, tell me why I should watch it. And this is before the World Cup. As entertaining as the World Cup was, I still feel like, okay, it was a moment. Like, thanks for the World Cup. And you probably won't hear me talk about, like, anybody outside of Messi. And uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, I want to call it Jesus. I was going to call this guy Carabas, and that's a restaurant. What the fuck? Colleen and Bappy. You see how I take this back? I was who, literally about to call him a restaurant. A <laughs> who had a hat-trick? Who had a hat-trick and scored, a penalty, and scored on a penalty? In the World yeah. Cup final yesterday, mm-hmm. he is that good. He is that good. Yeah, like s- stuff like that. Like performance. I think for me, soccer. And somebody's gonna be like, "Damn, Greg, it's really fucked up to say." I've always relegated it to being like glorified jogging. It was like eighty minutes of people just jogging back and forth. I'm like, okay, like I'm I'm tracking, but it's not it's not registering to me. So my wife, she's trying to get me into it, and I was like, honestly, I hate to sound rude. But women's soccer is better. I'm sorry. U.S. women's soccer is better than U.S. men's soccer. The U.S. men's team is garbage. And I can be completely honest when I say that. Watching them is literally like pulling off your fingernails. I hate watching them. So when I watch U.S. women's soccer, it's like there's always a story behind it. It, it, Like it means something when I see the women's soccer play. But men's soccer just um, MLS. Perfect example. I was told. Nobody watches MLS soccer. I was like, well, why the fuck do we have all these teams? And they're like, yeah, like, j- just don't watch that. Watch uh, other soccer. I'm like, wait, so there's U.S. soccer. Then there's MLS soccer. Then there's, like, World Cup soccer. You got, uh, what is it, La Tigre. You have um, Premier League. I'm like, there's too many fucking, like, sports. Like, basketball has basketball. And I understand we have, like, D-League and stuff like that. But it's too many teams for me to track. And it feels like it's an all-year thing. I don't need an all-year sport. Like, the World Cup, now that it's over, I, I can focus on something else. But in 2023, now that I know, um, I'm going to say the teams that I've already gotten on my, you know, on my radar for next year. Um, I want to say they're called War, is it Warford or something like that. Um, I just like their logo. It looks like a wolf. It's like yellow and like it has like a black wolf on it. Warford. Really like them. I, I was looking at some clips and stuff, and I know like everybody says they're a terrible team. I'm going to track them because I like the logo, so I like them. Um, I'm not going with uh, Man U because all of like my my white friends, Pauls, but like all my white friends, they love Man U, and I'm like I, I can't do it. I need a team that I, I can relate to, a, a team that I can register. You know, like what's the dude from France that you said? I keep calling him Carabas. Uh, whatever his name is, like I'm going to follow France because. Of Okay, so Carabas, yes, I'm he, going he to for, follow. He plays for, for PSG. Paris Saint. Oh, so Saint Germain. Well, guess what? That's the team I'm going to follow. Then it's, I'm sure that you know that's how people feel about like the NFL. Like, how many people are really like fans of the, the Cleveland Browns? Like, I hate to say that, but. Imagine being a Cleveland Browns fan and you can't even remember who your quarterback is because you've had seven in the past like two years. So, yeah. But next year, I'm going to focus on soccer. Um, 
I was told we need to speak on the WNBA. So I think we should start slow on that. We can, you know, track the NBA. We can talk about our favorite little team or whatever. Um, again, it's just one of those things where I want to talk about it, but it's not much to talk about. Um, tennis, now that Serena's out, I, I probably wouldn't tell you shit. I, I just wouldn't care. Um, wrestling, as long as AEW doesn't get sold, we will talk about wrestling. I, I think Cashley does a really good job. I think she really does a good job. Um, and my, my final award, I know I've got to get back to the awards, but the final award, it doesn't have a name yet because I don't feel like it's going to be around long because of this person. The Deion Sanders Where Are We Now Award. <laughs> it's going to Deion Sanders. Oh, boy. It's going to Deion Sanders because th- this award is going to go to any player or team that honestly it looked good it looked promising and then it just stopped so, something happened um to end the year that award is going to go to anthony davis because i've never in my fucking life seen somebody that goddamn fragile like he, he could have taken the ben simmons route and just said he didn't want to play I'd rather that. He's making Ben Simmons look like he was right. Just sit down when you injured. Yep. Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Davis, bro. Yep. Like, what? When, when Q told me that he was going to be out for a month, I said, I thought he already was. <laughs> I thought he was already out. I've, I've seen highlights and they look like old highlights. Like, I've, I've just never seen this man, like, no, you just what were you about to say? The, uh, the only thing I was going to say is to the Anthony Davis point. I said this probably about a year ago on the show, and I came up with his nickname, and I call him Anthony Day to Davis because that dude, yep, literally is day to day if he's going to play or not, mm-hmm. and he's on the court for thirty seconds, boom, gone for a week. He's on the court for yep. one half, gone for a month. I, I mean, yeah, that dude, like you said, I have never, ever seen anybody that fragile <laughs> yep. in my life. Facts. Wow. Yeah. Well, what All about right. you, Lou? I know you yeah. got awards. I'm sorry. Yeah. What, what awards no, you got? No, no, no. I, no, I, honestly, I honestly don't have that many. I have one. Just because. Uh, you guys took a lot. And um, I just spent the past five, ten minutes scrolling trying to find some more um but my award is gonna be the bill o'brien you know you done fucked up award along with the why you still here award and it goes to the same person and this goes back into january of last year antonio brown Um, and i know he's not here no more but he just decided in one game that he was just going to take his jersey off, take his shorter pants off, and then just, like, jog through the end zone, giving, you know, hands up to the crowd, like, like he's cool, and look at me, look at me, look at me. And ever since then, that boy has done nothing but get in trouble. Uh, we were at the uh, Dubai when he uh, exposed himself at a swimming pool or something like that. Um. A couple weeks ago, he got, uh, I think he was under arrest for, so, I, I'm, I'm, 
Mm. It, it's skipping my yeah, mind. Yeah, he barricaded his he barricaded himself. In yes. His house. Yes. yes, that that one. Yeah. So my word goes to him. I'm telling you, and nobody wants to believe me. Going back to when he played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, that hit. That um, uh, what was the guy's name for the Bengals? Q. Fontes Burfitt. Yes. That hit that Vontae's perfect put on him ever since then, dude has not been right. He just has not been right. And there's something wrong up in that man that head of his. But he he'll never admit it. And um man, to, to see someone that had such a promising career just like literally just I wouldn't I'm not gonna necessarily say throw it away. <laughs> Here's the thing. He's probably a Hall of Famer. I get that. If, but if T.O. can get what, in, what, what, if T.O. can get in, he didn't, he didn't throw it away. I have, I have like, I have that gut feeling his career was taken from him because he, he I think the doctors didn't realize how bad he had CTE. I really honestly believe that. You know, w- will he get in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I don't know. Has he ever won a Super Bowl? Did he win one with Tampa? Actually, he did. Yeah, he did. Well, one or not? Okay, yeah, no, he did. He did. He didn't do much, but he did. Um, he caught a touchdown in that game. At the Super Bowl. Yeah, he caught a touchdown. If I remember correctly, he caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Okay, then I, I stand corrected. I apologize. Um, and, 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 and then again, that made me, think, me thinking about Odell Beckham. Last year, he caught a t- touchdown in the Super Bowl for the Rams and then towards ACL again. Okay. Right, right, right. Okay. So, yeah, that, that's my early year award. You guys... Uh, Took a few from me, but that's fine. And one more thing before I give it back to Q. Um, thank you also. I want to thank Greg and Cashley and Pam also um, <clears throat> for Q for inviting me to be a part of the uh, the show a little over a year ago. Um, I've had nothing but fun talking with you guys. Um, I look forward to this every week. Um, you know, I'm a little tired. My voice is raspy right now, but, uh, I, I just really, 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 you know, appreciate the love and the honesty and, you know, you, you guys inviting me to be a part of the sports desk family. And I really appreciate it. And I thank you guys. Thank you very much. No, you are more than welcome. Um, when I was having discussions with, with Greg on who, we should add as a co-host. Um, we had we had a number of people in mind, but I'm like I and, and Greg can attest to this. I'm like Lou is we need him. <laughs> we need him. We we need him. And like, you have been such a you have been a you have been a value addition to the, to the family. Um, 
and let's 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 do it again. Even, even with your even with your crazy one liners that you gave this week. <laughs> uh, I come up with a few every once in a while. Don't worry, I come up with a few every once in a while. You do, but like you have been such a value addition to this family, um, to this show. Um, I'm so thankful that you accepted my my request to come on. Um, you know, it was initially going to be like a multi-week audition. You landed it. You stuck the landing on the first try. Um, and for that, I'm, well, for, that, I'm that. for that, I'm extremely thankful. Um, you know, I, I, I have really enjoyed like this, this friendship we have built, um, mm-hmm. getting to Definitely. know you, you getting to know me, getting to know, um, Greg, getting to know you know, all of us. Um, so you're, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Glad to have you. And, and and more than happy to run this back next year. Yes, sir. Most definitely. All right. Cashley, do you have any? I know you gave one of your end of the year awards. Do you have any more that you want to give out now? Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> actually, two more. That's more on the fashion front for wrestling. So the Clean Sharp as Attack Award goes to Legato del Fantasma, the WWE. I mean, they come out sharp every week. If you haven't watched SmackDown, check them out and you know exactly what I'm talking about. On the flip side of that, the what the hell you got on goes to Seth freaking Rollins. Um, I don't know. Uh, his, his fashion taste has gotten a little bit questionable and not in a good way <laughs> in the last year or so. Yeah, I just want to know what the hell he got on, but um, yeah, he just be trying shit. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> yeah, come up with like a pink shirt, a fur coat, some cowboy boots. Yes. <laughs> now, what, there was a paper, there was a pay per view a couple months ago. And he came out with like the the Prince shirt with like the ruffle, uh, yes. like the collar. Like, <laughs> I, I'm gonna look for that goddamn photo because I was like, yo, what the fuck? Is I wonder that might have been a clash. Yeah. He was dressed like Lady Marmalade, man. Like, <laughs> I got, I got to look for this. I got to look for it. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, those were my last two awards, and and I guess I gotta echo echo everyone else's sentiment um, for having so much fun on the show, and really thank you, Q, Greg, Lou, and definitely Pam for really bringing me in because this is this has been so much fun. Just every opportunity to talk wrestling and listening to other sports. It's, it's just awesome. So thank you for having me. Well, we, we cool. thank you for, we, we thank you for being on. Um, mm-hmm. And I, and, and, and I repeat what I said about, about Lou. Let's run it back in 2023. <laughs> that's, that's definitely running back in 2023. Let's that, that, take this. Let's take this to another level. Let's take this to a higher level. And let's make some fucking money because it's out there. All right? <laughs> yeah. January so my, 1st. January my, 1st, baby. Okay. So my awards, my year in awards, the Bill O'Brien, you know, you don't fucked up right award. I've been giving this out since 
they since January first, two thousand twenty-two, and I will give this continue to give this award out until this particular fucking owner sells the goddamn team. Daniel Mark Snyder, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Allow Jeff Bezos to send you a twelve billion dollar cash out and get the fuck out. Scream it from the rooftops, brother. <laughs> scream, I am screaming it from the fucking rooftops, and I will continue to scream it until he sells the goddamn team. Oh my god. Woo! Woo! All right. My next award, the Adam Gates Why Are You Still Why Are You Still Here Award. Oh God. This is a two this is a twofer. First of all, the the, the first half goes to Kyrie Irving, and this is, and, 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 and I, I agree with you, Greg. We've given him all the awards, we've given him all the shade, we've given him all, all, all the shits this year. I pledge in 2023 to not give Kyrie Irving an award until March. Until March. Until March. Man, he fu- if he fucks up before then, Oh yeah, he's gonna get he's gonna get all the fucking fire in the world. Well, you know the what's second, gonna happen, right? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but real quick, no, like, no, go ahead. Um, well, he's gonna play good. He's gonna play good December, January, and February, and then as soon as March hits, he's gonna sit back and realize, hey, I just now include you all see this, why I just <laughs> include all this PTA time. I said I'm not giving him one until, until March. Right, he's that's when he's going to start using all his PTO time. So, oh God, <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. <laughs> we'll see where Brooklyn oh, is in man. March too, though. It all depends and, on where they are in the standings too. Absolutely, absolutely. And the second half of the Adam Gates Why You Still Here Award goes to, and it saddens me that I have to give this award out. What's the Taylor Heineke? You had one job. Win the fucking game. One job. One fucking job. You have a chance to redeem yourself next week on Saturday against... You have a chance to redeem yourself on Saturday against the 49ers, which probably may not happen because the 49ers have the number one defense in the league. (sighs) Taylor Heineke. Taylor motherfucking Heineke. You get the... You get the second half of the Adam Gates YUC Award. But again, you have a chance to redeem yourself. The Gilbert Arena's Goon of the Goon of our Nationality Goofball Award goes to for the year goes to. Oh God, I hate that. I, no, I don't hate to say this. Go to Ben Simmons. You you had one job. Just play basketball. Just fucking play basketball. Show the fuck up. Play basketball. So you get that award. <clears throat> The Lord Shamik in the Streets Award goes to Lord Shamik. I- I'm following you, Greg. Where the fuck have you been? Where the fuck have you been the last three months? Where the fuck have you been? God damn it. That is, that, like, whenever he comes on, whenever he, like, gives his updates on Kyrie, on KD, on whatever's going on in the world of sports that has a tie to New York, he always brought the fire. Where the fuck have you been? 
get your ass here in 2023. I expect to see you on the show on January 9th. God damn it. We love you too. You are you are as much as a part of the show as the host. As the host and co-host of the show. So bring get your ass back here. Like I don't I, I don't know how BB is, whether he's still in lockup or like Riding the L train or on the A line. I don't. I don't. I don't know the fucking New York line. Get your ass here. God damn it. Oh man. God damn it. That's it. That's all I have. <laughs> That's literally all I have. <laughs> Listen, like in all seriousness, and like I said. In, in all seriousness, as I, I, I'm going to repeat what I said before in my thank yous. First of all, I thank y'all. I thank the three of you. Lou, Cash, Greg. Greg, you already know the, the, the love and respect and admiration I have for you. So that's, that's, that doesn't need to be said again or repeated again because you already know. And everybody who is on, who's a listener to this show, to the sports desk, Who's been listening to YBNB? Who follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, where Instagram, whatever? They already know. And I love you forever. I love you Facts, forever. Man, same thing, bro. Lou, thank yes, you, sir. Right, thank you for all of your contributions for the many laughs. Your your one liners that come out of nowhere, but they're funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Cashly, thank you for coming off the bench, um, filling in for initially filling in for for Pam, and then becoming a regular host. I I I love and appreciate you so much. Um, to Pam, we've had our battles, but I love you. Um, can't wait. I hope everything is going well with you. Um, you're always part of the family. Always will be. Always welcome. Um, thank you so much. To our listeners, to our to, to, to the ones that join us every week, and as the streetcar goes by, sorry about that. Um, to our listeners, thank you for being on this journey with us, for supporting us, for sometimes giving bad takes, but they might be good at times. We love you, and we can't wait for you to join us in 2023. Again, to the founder of the Sports on, on the hashtag Sports on Stereo, hashtag on st- here on Stereo, um, Dan Rod, always a friend of the show. We love you to death. Thank you for being on and listening to the entire show. And go ahead, feel free to leave a voice note comment um, before we end. Um. And shout out to 2022. It may have, may not have always been the best year that, you know, some years had some, we've had some triumphs personally in our careers and in our family. Um, we've had some, we've had some tragedies that we've had to deal with. Um, but shout out to 2022. This has really been a great year. I, I would say this has been a great year, you know, we're always gonna in life. We're always gonna have ups and downs, um, but it's not how you do. It's not how you, you know, 
It's not how you deal with the downs. It's how you respond and, and build from them. And I can say all four of us have, um, we've dealt with, we've dealt with some personal tragedies. We've dealt with some personal issues. We've dealt with some, you know, some bad times in our lives, but we've overcome. And I think that's, that should be the story of life. That should be the story of this year. Um, and I look forward. I truly do. I most humbly do look forward to having a great year talking sports, sharing laughs with, with, with you all, with our listeners, and with the world. What we need more of is love. And I can say we have a tremendous amount of love in this, uh, among us, among the four of us. And we have love for everybody. So that is my that is my personal wish for 2023. Love on each other. Love each other. Be there for each other. Respect each other. Care for each other. And have each other's back. That is my final message for this year, 2022 going into 2023. We will not be on next week. We will not be on uh, January 2nd for the observance of the new year. Have a happy, have a happy, healthy, prosperous, enjoyable, and most importantly, safe Christmas holiday. A happy and joyous prosperous, and most importantly, safe New Year's holiday, and we will see you very, very happily on our first show in 2023 on January 9th. Please be safe. Please be careful. Please love yourself and love one another. We love you. I love you. Happy holidays. And we will see you in 2023. This is Q. That's Lou. That's Cashley. That's Greg. We're signing off for 2022. We'll see you in 2023. Be safe. We love you. Good night. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 